the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good son, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast. And as much as uh, I despise Sloppy Joes, I'm not a fan of the Sloppy Joe. Uh, Lundy, when I was a child, uh, I threw one down and then immediately barfed it up. And ever since, I've uh, just never had a really taste for them. It, you odd. are so un-American. I know. It's odd. It's it's like beef that's seasoned, and you just throw it on a bun, and you eat it. And it's supposed to be good. It's got you know some it's onions glorious. in there. You can throw some cheese on there. You know, like you get your carb fill, uh, get your arteries clogged. It should be spectacular, but because... Of my impressionable young mind that was compromised, uh, I, I can't go back there and do it. Uh, so as sloppy joes are as impalatable for me, uh, the long-range wagers, those future wagers in which your money is tied up for months on end, equally despised by one Nathaniel Lundy. Uh, but Correct. yesterday, we did the NFL Offensive Rookie of the Year, and I felt it was only right uh, that we throw out, or at least I will, my favorite NFL Defensive Rookie of the Year pick and I'm going to go with Ahmad Sauce Gardner of the New York Jets, uh, a man that had probably about 50 pounds of bling around his neck on draft night, so much so that when he was jogging because he was you know, walking down the wrong uh, tunnel, uh, he had to go the opposite direction. He had to hold the ice in place, Lundy, because it was weighing him down so much. Uh, there was more jewelry, I think, around his neck uh, in terms of worth than what I make in a salary in a season but anyway, I digress. The man is going to make his money, and he's going to live up to all the hype, I think, for this Jets team that is moving in the right direction. I think the Jets are going to hit the over on their team total wins, uh, which is sitting, I think, right at like five, five and a half at some of the books. And a lot of that's going to do to the fact of Gardner and, of course, uh, the other weapons that they have added on offense. And, you know, you, you look at Sauce, a guy that did not allow a single touchdown in his career with the Cincinnati Bearcats. Uh, he's six foot three, 190 pounds. He's got the wingspan of a condor. He relishes bully ball. So he is a guy that I believe is a true island corner. Um, you know, 85% uh, of his snaps came in press slash coverage. So, you know, it's a guy that uh, gave up a completion rate below 50% all three years as a starter with the Bearcats. So given his experience in press coverage, knowing he can go mano and mano, I think, with even some of the best in the league, uh, and a guy that uh, really can climb the ladder, and again, given that wide wingspan, can swat balls away from the opposition. If the Jets fire at all cylinders and again overachieve, I think Sauce Gardner is going to hoist the hardware and be defensive rookie of the year at plus 1,000 at DraftKings. Uh, I know, you know, I would say fade or follow to you normally, but you're going to go on a diatribe about how much you have and your money tied up for, you know, the next 10 oh, yeah. months. But yeah. go ahead. Yeah, no, that doesn't, I mean, it doesn't do me any good, man. I can't, you know, how am I going to, how am I going to hit on the Stanley Cup playoffs if I've got my money tied up with you and your dumb defensive rookie of the year bets? That's all I'm saying. Um, here's the only thing I'll throw out there, Brad, something um, to consider is if you go back, uh, you're obviously uh, familiar with, uh, let's see, uh, Marcus Peters. Yes. Oh, uh, yes, I am. Him. Uh, Marshawn Lattimore. I know you've heard of, uh, I know you've heard of him, right? Yes, I have. Very those correct. are the, those are the only two defensive backs yep. to wind up with defensive rookie of the year since 1999. Oh, let's let it roll. And it's we, we only happened twice. We it is it, the, the position that wins it the most often is linebacker. 
Um, and, and you've got everything in there from, you know, Von Miller to Patrick Willis to Terrell Suggs. I mean, we can just keep going down the list, right? Um, so corners do not win it very often. So that would be my only caveat that I would throw out there for this particular bet. I like the odds at the plus 1,000. I do like the fact that the Jets actually seem to pull their head out of their ass uh, for the first time in a long time um, and, and are trying to go in the right direction. But if I were trying to figure out a player that I could throw some money down on and have it sit there for a couple of months, I personally think I'd probably stay away from cornerback just because it is not a very common position on the field to wind up getting defensive rookie of the year. Oh, maybe a uh, Chad Muma prop. You can get on board with that linebacker. I don't know. I mean, I'm just, look, I'm just throwing it out. There. I just want I'm just, you know, being, I'm, I'm being realistic about what it seems that the voters are paying attention to and the guys that have the tendency to stack the stat sheet are usually the the guys up the middle, the guys that are trying to get all lousy or sacks. teams because they're going to play yeah. an exorbitant amount of snaps. Yeah, exactly. Like that, that so, makes a ton of sense. Well, so you could be looking at you, you could be looking at exactly the guy that we were talking about a week ago, and Aiden Hutchinson. I mean, yeah. you know, and he's got he's got the quote lowest odds, right? He's at a plus four fifty right now mm-hmm. at DraftKings. He is the odds on favorite, um, but plus four fifty ain't a bad payday. It's certainly not if, again, you want to have your money tied up for months on end, which Lundy says, uh-uh, I'm not going to do that because I need to well, blow I think my just, bankroll right now. I think we've just established, folks, that Brad likes to be tied up. <laughs> uh, fuzzy handcuffs only. And with that, let's get to it on this spicy edition. It is a Taco Tuesday, after all, with another Fade Five. Number five. All right, Lundy, uh, how did we do yesterday in the opening act of the NHL postseason and the sprint to the cup uh, and then drop the puck and make some bucks? Uh, One of two NHL plays which we're going to incorporate over the entirety of the Stanley Cup playoffs just because I love you. So what do you got? Oh, thank you so much. We did 2-0 yesterday, as a matter of fact. We said to take Toronto. Um, we said to take Toronto uh, on the money line going up against the two-time defending champions. Oh, yeah, Brad, they won five to nothing. Uh, it was uh, it was uh, the Toronto Maple Leaf show uh, last night north of the border. So they won uh, convincingly. And then L.A. and Edmonton hit the over for us uh, as the Kings actually surprisingly won that one four to three. Uh, missed out on my Edmonton money line pick, but got the other three correct. So let's go. Down to America's Wang, shall we? Let's look at the Florida Panthers and the Washington Capitals. Um, three of the contests tonight are heavy money line favorites, and this is one of them. Florida um, is favored at a minus 230, so we're going to bring that juice down and say that the Panthers win it uh, in regulation. Florida it, it should just be able to outman Washington. They, As good as the Caps are, as fun as it is to watch Ovechkin play hockey, Florida's just a better team, folks. Um, they're the President's Trophy winner for a reason. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to take them in regulation. It's going to bring that juice down to the minus 140 instead of the minus 230. So you're still paying a little bit. You might want to cross-port parlay this with something else, maybe something else that Brad and I bring up here on the pod, just because you are still paying some juice. But Florida should be able to do this within the 60-minute line. I think they want to come out in game one to start off the playoffs and um, kind of make a statement of, uh, you know, their dominance over there in the East. And I think that it, unfortunately for Caps fans is going to be at the expense of Washington. Oh, reduce the juice, get seduced by the juice and bet on putting that biscuit in the old basket. Number four. All right, Lundy, uh, NHL pick number two or numero dos. Poor for four. What do you have? Uh, 
Let's do it. Let's go to a, a spot that, unfortunately, Pittsburgh's in trouble. Okay, Tristan Jari, um, their normal starting goaltender, their number one goaltender, has already been ruled out for game one. It looks like he's going to miss multiple games. They haven't really said how much. They just have, He's essentially um, sort of out, uh, I guess you could say, indefinitely. They don't really know exactly when he's going to come back, but they are for sure that he is not going to be available to them in game one. So you take Pittsburgh, who's going to be down their number one goaltender, and, oh, yeah, you have to go play at Madison Square Garden, uh, where the crowd is just going to be absolutely insane. This is obviously uh, a rivalry to begin with between Pittsburgh uh, and the Rangers. So I'm going to take the Rangers just straight on the money line. They're only a minus 135. Um, I'm just afraid right now that as good as Pittsburgh is, they've got all of that veteran talent. Um, across their, you know, their top six on the two um, on the two top lines, um, they've got a lot of talent and a lot of guys that have been there, done that. But unfortunately, when you're missing that number one goaltender, um, I always say that you know your number two might be pretty good, but your number two is the backup for a reason. Yeah. Um, and I think the Rangers are going to take advantage of that. So you've got New York at a minus one thirty-five. Um, really like this play. I think they come out, they win game one, and then Pittsburgh just has to sit back with their fingers crossed that Jari's going to come back for them at some point in this series in order to make it a series. So take the Rangers, straight money line, minus 135. New York, New York, bop, 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 da, da. Number three. All right, Lundy, let's go to Major League Baseball. And uh, I'm going to zero in on a late night snack. We got the San Francisco Giants taking on the L.A. Dodgers in a storied rivalry. And you got two outstanding pitchers toeing the rubber. And I'm going to take the under on three and a half runs through the first five innings. Love these wagers. Uh, Cash on one yesterday was featured on the pod. Minus 120. At BetMGM, it's Julio Urias uh, for the Dodgers going up against Carlos Rodon for the San Francisco Giants. A whole lot of rolling R's and a whole lot of donuts, hopefully, in the box score. You look at San Francisco, uh, just a 609 OPS against Southpaws, which obviously Urias is, batting 196 against lefties. Uh, and you look at Urias, a 2.50 ERA this season, absolutely sparkling, and he's been excellent first time through the order. Carlos Rodon, meanwhile, he's just missing bats. A 14.87K per nine, one of the best marks in Major League Baseball. Uh, nearly infinitesimal, 1.17 ERA. And Southpaws uh, against the LA Dodgers have mowed him down, just a 623 OPS with a 223 batting average. So, uh, both of these teams struggle against left-handed pitching. Uh, both of these aces have certainly delivered and splashed jackpots uh, there in the end. And here's a little early bonus time, Lundy. Carlos Rodon, give me the over on 17 and a half outs in this game. So if you do the math, carry the one. You know, uh, he just needs to go six full innings. That's it against the Dodgers. Now this season, uh, he's gone under this. Twice and over twice. So he had five innings, seven innings, five innings, and six innings last time out. But in a game in which I believe scoring is going to be a premium, I outlined the struggles against Sal Paws for the Dodgers. I think Rodon could go seven full in this one and cash with ease on that over 17 and a half outs, minus 115 at DraftKings. But San Francisco LA Dodgers feed or follow the under three and a half runs through five innings. Minus 120 at BetMGM. I'm okay with your runs, but I actually like your bonus outs better. 
Oh, um, okay. I think I, I think I actually like that one better for him to be able to 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 stick through this contest and not get any kind of an early hook. Um, I kind of I, I kind of like that one um, just because I, I don't know, man. I, sometimes the first five run totals I feel really good about. It, and then other times I'm like, you know what? All it takes is one lousy pitch. And that thing's gone over the wall. And Grand all of a sudden, Salami would take care of it. It would sink that ticket for sure. Well, or even just, a, you know, you get a couple of solos in there. I mean, yeah. I, 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 I like this one because I agree with you in terms of how these guys um, uh, how these guys bat and how we're going to be looking at least through the first two rotations um, of the batting order. But I think I kind of like that out one better, man. I think – I don't know, Jim. I, I don't know. Well, I'm rolling with both, baby. Hopefully, Rodon will sit him down. Stick around for my top picks of the day in the NBA postseason. Plus, bonus time, not only in the NBA, but also Major League Baseball. And, of course, more NHL Stanley Cup playoffs. Number two. All right, let's get back after it here, Lundy. Now, yesterday, you know, I I was riding that Jalen Brunson horse until it bucked me well uh i'm muddy right now and i am drowning in a puddle of water because uh that horse did kick me off unfortunately last night only 13 points for brunson so did not cash on that over 19 and a half in game one against the phoenix suns but i'm gonna go back to the well with another selection which i have cashed consistently here in this nba postseason and of late and that is grayson allen over two and a half main threes at a plus 120 at Caesar Sportsbook. Yeah, it gets seduced by that juice. He has been over this in four straight games. And over that span, Lundy, a blistering 17 for 26 from way downtown. Uh, if you look at Boston, uh, they have given up the highest three point percentage at 40.6% of any team remaining in the playoffs. So, uh, you've got a defense that is devoid of rotations. I'm uh, going to leave Grayson Allen wide open. Get those puppies set. And I think he's going to splash at least three through the cylinder. And we're going to cash again. Last time out, he did it in the first half. Uh, could be a repeat of success for him in the second go-around. So Grayson Allen, love or hate him. Uh, and I know he looks like Ted Cruz. Over two and a half main threes, plus 120. What do you think, amigo? This is my favorite bet, including the ones that I am giving on this podcast. I was so hoping we would have a Grayson Allen prop on here because uh, he has been the ATM machine of late, uh, especially with something as simple as this, because we know uh, going all the way back to his college days, uh, he hasn't met a three pointer. He didn't like, Uh, so he's going to keep chucking them up. And with the way that he's been stroking it lately um, from outside, I I think you got to roll with this one. This is another one kind of, it's similar to Brunson. Um, I, I think this is just one you got to ride till it bucks you, man. He's going to keep chucking them up from outside. And if so, keep betting on him to hit the over. Bang! Let's score some more bucks with Grayson Allen. Number one. All right, and let's go to another printing press. Uh, and it's John Morant. Double-double. And that's my top play of the day. As much as I love Allen, really, it's it's kind of a 1A, 1B uh, in my adoration for both of these wagers. But uh, Miranda, the double-double at minus 135 at DraftKings is too irresistible to pass up. Uh, Lundy nearly messed around and got a triple-double in game one. 34 points, 10 boards, 9 assists. He has logged a double-double 
in six consecutive games. And in this NBA postseason, he's averaging 10.4 assists per game, 8.7 rebounds per game. What I love about Morant is, you know, he's going to get there in points. But because he supplies Buku numbers and assists and rebounds, he could get there in either one of those two categories, doing a lot of that dirty work underneath uh, or as a facilitator. And you look at Golden State, uh, they have given up the most assists per game of any playoff team still alive right now in the NBA postseason and the fourth most rebounds per game as well. So I think John Morant, whether it's assists, whether it's rebounds, he will find a way to get another double-double and make it a lucky seven, seven straight in that category. So fade or follow, John Morant gets that double-double, minus 135 at DraftKings. Can I bet on Draymond Green getting another technical foul? Well, I tell you what, if he got tossed for the the softest call that we saw in game one, I would almost say it's probably minus odds he gets tossed again in game two. That was ridiculous. (laughs) It was. That was actually – I am not a Draymond Green fan. Um, I just – I don't really like – I, I just don't really like his antics, but that was BS. Um, yeah, totally that was, was that was horrendous officiating uh, for him to be tossed for something that stupid. So, um, but no, uh, going back to your bet, uh, as I digress with my tirade about uh, Draymond Green, uh, I like this one as well. Same thing as Grayson Allen. It's it, it, you just said it. It's your one A and your one B. Jaw's going to get you the double double. I got bucked by the double double last night. I was on it for DeAndre Ayton. He finished with eight rebounds and unfortunately did not get there for me. He's obviously scored out the wazoo, uh, but did not. Not get the boards for me that I needed. I think Jaw's gonna gonna do it, and in part because that's how Memphis is gonna stay in this game. Um, yep. Is completely riding this guy. He is going to pick that team up, put them on his shoulders, and carry them. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. I mean, he is the heart and soul of that franchise, and if they have a puncher's chance of keeping this thing, you know, at least within a respectable shouting distance, they have to win tonight. And you're gonna hear more about that. Right now, it's bonus time. What else you got for me on this Taco Tuesday, Lundy? Uh, Let's go back to the ice. I was talking about that Florida contest against Washington. I also really like the over in that one. Uh, Right now, the total is sit at six and a half. Um, at a minus 125 kind of tempted by the way I told you that I like Florida in regulation the other thing that you could do with that one is same game that thing take Florida in regulation then take that total down to say five and a half uh, and excuse me and put those together on a same gamer I haven't done it right in front of me but I know that'll get you into some good positive territory uh, just for a simple two-leg same game parlay and then staying in that same game anytime I have games especially here in the in the playoffs that I'm expecting the total to go over, I always go try to find a player prop that I like with that because you can correlate, synergize, bring it all together, as Brad likes to say. Uh, So let's go to Jonathan Huberdeau, uh, who led the Panthers in points here in the regular season with 115. Dude had himself a season for Florida, and it was 30 goals, 85 assists uh, in that one. But in particular, in three games against Washington this year, he's got one goal and four assists. So at DraftKings right now, plus odds for him to have over a point and a half. So I just need two assists. I need a goal and assist, whatever. Um, And that's at plus 135. Um, And I told you, he leads the team in points by a lot. 
Um, so I expect him to have a big game one against Washington, and that's a team that he already had success against this regular season. So take Huberto over a point and a half on your player prop at plus 135. That one's at DraftKings. All right, I'm feeling extra spicy today, Lundy. I'm going to get some plus odds tossed out there. Let's do a little two-legger on a pair of player props tonight in the NBA. Uh, Give me the aforementioned Draymond Green. Please, for the love of God, do not get kicked out, Draymond. Over two and a half steals plus blocks, but he did actually hit this in 17 minutes in game one on the over. Uh, And then I'm going to slap that together with Brooke Lopez. Yeah, he's still in the league. Uh, Over four and a half rebounds. Uh, If you put those two together right now, BetMGM is plus 205. Uh, Green has been over two and a half steals plus blocks in five of his last six. And you look at Memphis, uh, they've allowed the most blocks per game in the NBA postseason and the second most steals per game. So he could cash even if he only plays a couple of quarters. Meanwhile, with Lopez, he had 10 boards in game one and has had at least five squeezes of the orange in five of his last six contest so uh, I understand that Boston's a lot of the second fewest rebounds per game but uh, I like him to get five off the glass and again it's plus 205 and he slapped with that Draymond prop give me the under on Dylan Brooks 16 and a half points at plus 100 DraftKings if you want uh, to pay a little bit more juice you can get it at 17 and a half on the under right now bet MGM at minus 115 but Brooks uh, I know we average 18.4 points per game in the regular season, but he was lousy in game one. Three for 13 with just eight points uh, in a pair of matchups in the regular season. He was over in one against Golden State and under comfortably in the other. I know the Warriors have loosened up a little bit defensively, but I'm not buying that Brooks is going to get to 17 or 18 points in the box score tonight. Uh, elsewhere, uh, how about a Boston money line two-legger here slapped together with Memphis plus seven and a half on an alt line at plus 110? I just think Boston's going to get the revenge. Uh, I still think this team is very much a play to take this series despite the heroics of Giannis. Uh, so I think Boston at home evens it up. And I think Memphis will keep this thing tight, much like it was in game number one. Back against the wall, must-win situation. I'm not saying they're going to win, but I think this is going to be below seven points here in margin of loss for the Grizzlies if they do catch that L. So we can put those two together right now at DraftKings plus 110. Baseball, real quick. Colorado over five and a half runs uh, at home against the Nats. It's Eric Fetty. Fade him. 6.00 ERA. 38.9% hard hit rate. Gives up a ton of home runs. And Colorado has scored at least six runs at Coors Field in seven of 13 home games. Plus, uh, throwing Eric Fetty over three and a half earned runs at plus 100 in this game. And then last and certainly not least, the no home run parlay for today Aaron Judge, Mookie Betts, Ha Sung Kim, and Mike Trout. Some big names in there for sure. I'm rolling the dice here, but all four of those guys do not eclipse the fence. Low scoring outputs, maybe like we saw yesterday. Minus 118, hombre. Put that together at DK. And we cash, by the way, on that no home run parlay. We did. Yes. We did. I'll also I'll also throw this out there because they're just starting to populate. You talked about Fetty. I was going to throw this out there. Keep an eye on uh, whether it's total bases, whether it is RBI, whatever, for Charlie Blackman and for Ryan McMahon, the two strong lefties yep. in the Rockies lineup because the uh, Fetty is giving up a 311 batting average to lefties so far through the season. It is it's about I think 50 or 55 points different 
between righties and lefties against Fetty. And so obviously when you got McMahon and Blackman right there in the lineup, those are the two strong lefties for Colorado who should be able to uh, to rock them, sock them against Fetty tonight at Coors Field. Yeah, try to maybe throw that together uh, for those guys to record a hit each yes. uh, in a same-game parlay and see what yep. kind of odds you can get there. Uh, by the way, uh, Charlie Blackman, five for eight lifetime against Eric Fetty. So that just leans into that narrative that you're tossing out there. And that is a wrap on this edition of the Feed the Noise podcast. Please follow Lundy on Twitter at Nate Lundy. Follow me there at Noisy Chavos. Uh, drop us a rating and a review if you enjoy this podcast. Help us, uh, helps us out immensely. And until next time, as always, feed or follow. That is up to you. Feed the noise.